0: Hello everyone. Welcome to She Said, He Said, an ADHD relationship. I'm your host, Anna. I am in a very loving long-term relationship with my life partner, Craig, who was diagnosed with ADHD. Honey, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi guys, I'm, I'm Craig. And as Anna said, I was diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. Um, in my early 40s, actually.
0: So I've noticed there are mm-hmm. tons of books, resources, videos, podcasts about how to deal with, how to cope and treat with ADHD, but really not enough resources for people like me who are in a relationship uh, with ADHD partner. And how should we work with them and help them and work together to, you know, resolve daily challenges? of living with ADHD. And that's why we're doing this podcast. And in this episode, we want to talk about how did we discover ADHD? Because truth to be told, he didn't know he had ADHD um, until very later in life. And I didn't know he had ADHD. So we started dating and I just sensed something was off about him and he also says that something was off about himself he he would often say to me he said to me that he felt he had blockers right honey what why did you like how did you feel the blockers without knowing adhd back then
1: i don't know it was it's it's very interesting and i think um anybody with add or adhd uh, or that recently discovered it can relate to this, but there were times in my life where like You know, I'll, I'll, I'll just bring it up like There'd be a bill that needs to be paid or maybe it's a parking ticket or something and I know I have enough money to do it And it's not hard to do it. It's not complicated But I just wouldn't and I always felt like there was something blocking me and then also when it comes to my film career Because, you know, I'm a filmmaker in Los Angeles. Um, I was motivated. I was always motivated, very dedicated, very passionate. uh, Bright enough to see it. But there was always something blocking me from taking the next step. That's the only way I can put it. I never really understood it. but
0: Yeah, I think for a lot of people who, uh, you know, in a relationship with ADHD partner... I think people who don't really understand this mental disorder, or as Craig would say, just the difference between right handed people and left handed people, because we don't want to see this as disorder. Um, but anyway, so for people who don't understand this, they would think ADHD is something you made up, or excuse, or something doesn't exist. But I for sure definitely felt something was wrong. For example, uh, you know, he he was a starving artist and I was a starving artist too. We live in Los Angeles, pursue filmmaking. And I, so I we had a conversation about, okay, you want to pursue filmmaking, which is great. But you were you're starving artist what's your plan of life how, how do you <laughs> you know how how do you pay bills and if the filmmaking career didn't take off how do you live life that was my questions back then because i didn't feel like he had uh, a really gra- a solid foundation or a grab um uh, how do how, how do you say that grab life <laughs> a yeah, solid a grip a solid hold of life and we actually broke broke up, broke up once and he felt like i was just trying to look, look uh, i i was trying to seeking a rich guy but really was not me trying to be materialism trying to be a rich guy my goal back then was to we can pursue filmmaking but we got also have a day job of some sense to you know support our dreams and um, I said I sensed something wrong, something off about him it was not only about being a starving artist, but also he forgets things. He he didn't even know my birthday for a very long time. He couldn't remember, and he would forget about meetings, forget about um, appointments. Uh, and another thing really big is he would do tons of things, tons of projects at the same time, juggling multiple projects but none of the projects none of the project actually get done gets done so he is really good uh, open he's really good at opening deals, opening projects, open opening conversations, but like of following up and following through. So I see him working really hard doing a lot of the things, knowing a lot of people, doing tons of projects, but there's no result coming out of it um, and in daily life I just felt he was not organized he's kind of messy in his digital life and daily life for example if I say hey honey we we, we need to find documents about this car insurance or whatever he had trouble of locating that file. Um, so a lot of things here and there really bothered us and To be honest the 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 this is the reason i wanted to leave him um at the time back then because i was really frustrated i didn't know what like exactly what because i sensed i knew he wanted to change i knew he he worked hard i knew he wanted to change his life and he had the motivation but there was no action there's no he driving in the driver's seat, but more like in autopilot. And that brought up how we discovered ADHD. It actually started with a huge car accident.
1: Yeah, it was uh, the biggest car accident I've ever been in. Um, and I've been in a ton of bumper-to-bumpers as an ADD driver. <laughs> like, it's...
0: If any ADHD friends out there, I think maybe you can relate to this.
1: You know. Uh, I mean, I I used to have friends that would not want to ride in my car, period. But anyways, my car got totaled. All of my airbags exploded. Uh, You know, I was, my car probably spinned around a little bit. I was a little um, dazed, obviously, after it happened. When I realized all the car was exploded, I noticed that my car was covered in water. And the driver that hit me actually spun off and, like, ran over a fire hydrant. Um,
0: it was a pretty dramatic scene, and you you said you were traumatized in that moment.
1: Yeah. It was really scary. Yeah.
0: Right after the accident, I was not mad about the accident. I knew accident would happen. That's okay. But I was super frustrated and mad and angry how he dealt with the accident the day after. Because I was like, okay, you have this big accident. It's really crucial. You call your car insurance company. You call other drivers. You gather witness, gather evidence, like work on it. So you can like minimize the damage of this car accident. No matter it's your fault or their fault. But you have to take action on it as soon as possible. But next day he slept in and he didn't call the insurance company right away. He almost like I have to push him to do this so I, I remember we had a huge argument and i was like how can you not realize how s- serious this problem is why you don't act on it please go by yourself really think about your life what's wrong what's fucking wrong about your life go think about it and you can take over <laughs>
1: um for those that know los angeles i was uh or hollywood specifically i was in the arby's on sunset and i remember i was just thinking i was like man what is wrong like what like because like i it you know an accident like that where you literally could have died or you could have killed somebody else um and it obviously causes all sorts of other issues kind of makes you wonder and think and like so I think a lot, being ADD, um, I, I started thinking about my life and I don't remember exactly what question I popped into Google. I remember. What was it?
0: You said, I have difficulties of completing tasks. And you have no idea. I thank God you formed the right question. And Google, thanks. Thank you, Google. Google gave, gave you the right Yeah,
1: answer. so like... Uh, ADD popped up so and that, that it answered, him. It, it answered a, f- a few questions. And I remember taking a look at it, thinking like, okay, well, let's just see what this is. I don't know if this is me. And like, I read just a few answers. And basically, you know, I don't remember exactly what it said, but I remember saying, if you do this or if you're like this, or if this happens to you. And I was like, oh my gosh, all those things happen to me so i uh i sent it to anna and she was
0: so i specifically remember that day that night i was driving you sent me this message you specifically said i might have this and you gave me a link and i i was opening the link while i was driving but like Mm -hmm. after a few seconds of scanning that page i remember i pulled over immediately i just knew the impulsive impulsivity, the hyperactivity the the lack of re- restraint every symptom if you can google adhd symptom like every symptom is like nail on the cuff is that the right word <laughs> nail, nail on the head, head. nail <laughs> on, every symptom is nail on the head i just knew i knew this life-changing discovery and There's no, like, I I don't know how other people can say this is a fake. Because to me, it is 100% accurate. It was a spiritual awakening moment to me. And I said, oh my God, this is you. We find it. Because he talked about he had demons for a long time. And for that second, when this happened, I knew we find it.
1: So, you know, like we didn't just take that one link though and go, oh, this is definitely it. We thought, okay, this looks likely, but let's do more research. So, yeah. so we started watching a ton of like YouTube videos on it. People talking about ADD and ADHD, uh-huh. especially in adults and what it was, what it meant. Um,
0: that I was so excited when he sent me the link because I pulled over. I already starting doing my research on ADHD that was the evening when he told me that he might have ADHD and before this like we all know we heard about people saying ADHD ADD my misconception back then was oh ADD then that person just moves a lot just hyperactive
1: yeah hyperactive and they get distracted now i'm yeah. not i'm not incredibly hyperactive physically but i'm very hyperactive mentally
0: so I'm so glad back then when he told me I didn't just, you know, shush him saying, Oh, you're just finding excuses. I, I just immediately, I knew there's an intuition there. So that was the evening. He told me, I pulled over, I stopped driving. And that evening, I already probably watched all the videos I can find on YouTube. And I read all the articles that I can find on Google, the first 10 pages. And that evening I, I already became ADHD <laughs> expert.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I actually took a bunch of online quizzes um, just to see where I landed, and unfortunately or fortunately, whatever you want to say, I like scored pretty high.
0: Yeah, ADHD, I think, has two types. One is like physical. Another type of ADHD, they're in their mind. They're they're, uh, hyperactive is within. And Craig definitely falls to the mind hyperactive so that discovery definitely changed our life because fast forward to today our relationship is way stronger than before and his life made some dramatic big changes and um, he's just doing way better than before because we do all the treatment we, we we need to treat his adhd does not mean this is not challenging does not mean adhd is not it's easy to to deal with Uh, we ha- we face challenges every single day But I think there is a big difference between treated ADHD and non-treated ADHD
1: exactly, um, you know for a while we just I like self-diagnosed I wasn't Officially diagnosed for I don't know like a year or two two years. Mm-hmm and um, so
0: he's saying self diagnosed just us doing some like online quizzes and do, uh, reading articles and just know he had ADHD. Um, but later on, you got doctor diagnosed.
1: Yeah. So at first, I was doing everything I could personally to just try to handle it. I, I refused to take medicine. Um, so I was, I used something called a bullet journal, which actually changed my life a lot. It actually made, it became another brain for me. And I started setting a lot of reminders on my phone. Um, and I started using a lot of lists. I'd always use lists. I used to have lists that listed lists. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an exaggeration, it was actually true. Which is kind of dumb, but uh, it happened. Um, So, yeah, I, I, you know, I use every tool and then, you know, one day I decided I would try some meds just to see what would happen. Because that's
0: another episode. We'll talk about medication specifically. Um, So, baby, I want you to talk about after discovering ADHD, how that like, how... Was that a mindfuck for you and how you see everything differently and you have this aha moment of so many things have answers
1: now. Oh, let me tell you, it was a relief, actually, because, um, man, the CEO, I think it's JetBlue, right? Like there's this famous quote that somebody said about him It's like, I would trust you to organize a plane schedule of 10 different planes coming into an airport, all around the same time and for there not to be any trouble or collisions, but I would never trust you to pay your light bill on time.
0: Uh, yes, sir. yes, sir, really quick, I pay our bills now because he can't, he easily forgets.
1: Um. So it like, you know, it was just a light bulb. I, I felt like, I, I was like, oh, I relate to so many of these things and I, I, uh, I can't explain what kind of relief it was. Then I had to like try to understand what it meant, how to deal with it, what were the tools that I could use to um, make it work for me instead of against me. Um, luckily I have a partner who was open to it and as we began to research and explore and then really understand living with it. And I should explain what it is. And, and I'll do that in one second. What ADHD really is. Um, you know, she was able to fill in some of the holes I lacked and I'm able to fill in some of the, some of the other things, ADD, ADHD. You know, a lot of people think hyperactivity they move around a lot or they think of that, that famous, that famous scene. I think it was in a uh, up where the boy scout kid was just like, Oh, squirrel. <laughs> and, you know, they just get distracted very easily. And I wouldn't call it distraction. Um, I, ADD is a lack of dopamine mm-hmm. in your brain. And Definitely. dopamine is the pleasure chemical. Like, it brings you pleasure. Like, you get pleasure out of writing or, like, I don't know, like doing so, some simple tasks. I think
0: boredom is your biggest enemy because you get bored so easily, and a simple task are just really, really not interesting enough for you to do them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, an, an example like, I do very well in chaos. I do very well when I have five, 10 things going on all around me. Um, like, when I write, I need to have music on and I need to be sitting in a busy cafe. I like my writing partner, my creative partner right now on the show I'm working on, like he's the exact opposite. He doesn't want music. He needs to be sitting by himself on the porch, just doing his thing. Um, I just, I function better when there's more going on than when there is less. I have a hard time uh, regulating it because I don't have enough dopamine. And so I like to do things that like give me dopamine hits. That's the way I put it.
0: So I, for all the listeners out there who don't have ADHD, but you you are in a relationship with ADHD person, your partner, I want to say that a lot of us take this, take our
1: executive function,
0: executive function. We take that for granted. For Explain example, what executive function is. For example, I have a few bills to pay, the ability to plan them and to actually go to the computer and pay them, we take that for granted. Because we have a normal healthy <coughs> amount of dopamine and we don't realize okay if we don't have that dopamine, it's extremely difficult for ADHD people to do the simple task. They can do complicated tasks or they can do a hundred tasks at the same time. But if you gave them very easy, very simple, no fun task, it's like going to hell.
1: It is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. I, I feel like so much resistance to doing it. And it could be the simplest, easiest thing. And I know intellectually, mentally, like it's it's not hard. It's just pressing a couple of buttons or... It's not even difficult, there's not going to be any resistance from the other end, like, it's just... But I I just can't bring myself to do it. Well, I couldn't. I'm, I'm, I'm much better now than I was.
0: Yeah, in this podcast, you know, we will continue talking about all the solutions, all the treatment we use. He really is doing way better than a few years ago before discovering ADHD. And his life made some really big improvement. I want to bring this up because I see a lot of people who are in a relationship with ADHD partner. I see them complaining that ADHD partner does not do any house chores. They are not responsible. They are not reliable. And I feel you. I I definitely feel you. I know how that feels that your partner just don't pick up the trash. Just they don't uh, do car maintenance. Even the car breaks down. They won't do it or they don't pay bills or they don't pay their parking ticket. I know that, but I want to say to you guys who don't have ADHD is that it's not that they don't want to do it. it is the task itself doesn't produce any reward. doesn't produce any dopamine. So it's impossible to do it. Like scientists did a research on um, mouse. They took away the dopamine in the mouse brain. Mouse would just starve themselves to death and they won't eat. Because dopamine really is linked to motivation. You take motivation away, you just don't want to do anything. So they may come off as they are not reliable. They're they're irresponsible. Um, but we as partner, we need to come up come up with creative ways to make things more fun, more interesting for them. And adding rewards like positive reinforcement, like thank you, like appreciation, all those things would help.
1: Yeah. And it's not only that, like the, the, the person with ADHD needs to come up with the rewards. Like, you know, one of my systems, one of my personal tools is like, okay, if I finish this task that I'm not really looking forward to doing, whatever it may be, you know, paying a bill or like making a phone call to talk about getting new car insurance or whatever, whatever the situation may be, whatever it is. um, I tell myself, okay, after I do that, I can, you know, have it, Have Oreos. Like, I love Oreos, they're like my kryptonite. But it's something, it doesn't have to be something giant. It could be something really, really small. It could be like, oh, after I do that, I can go to my favorite coffee shop and get a cup of coffee. Or I can watch this video that I've been wanting to watch or whatever, whatever it may be, I don't know, but.
0: And I think every ADHD is different. And I think this episode, my biggest goal for all the listeners out there is that please don't ignore or underestimate it how much ADHD can affect your life and your partner's life. Because we personally know some friends who have ADHD, they don't take this seriously or they just um, refuse to think ADHD is real. And we can see how damaging that could be as untreated ADHD.
1: Yeah, amen, amen. You know, and philosophically, ADHD really is just a different way of thinking. Um, We think that we're still functional. We can still do, we're still capable. We can still do a lot of things, but there are situations that not only because of our personalities, but because the way our brains work, That if I was in versus Anna, um, I would thrive way better than she would. And part of it is personality, but part of it is because, you know, if I'm working an event or doing a film, I can manage 10 things at once because it it shoots off dopamine all the time, (laughs) like just constantly firing, 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 firing instead of like. A couple, I don't know, you know, the exact amount, but instead of just a little bit, and then, then it just kind of fades away, and I'm back to like uh, nothing.
0: So, baby, how do you think that you personally really feel the big difference between treated and untreated? And what do you want to say to those people, ADHD friends out there who are not treating it or didn't take this seriously? what, what, what? what how would you want to encourage them to actually? you know, research on this, study this, and treat it?
1: Well, first off, um, I, I think a, a lot of ADHD people are out-of-the-box thinkers, and they like, you know, a lot of them seem to be able, like to read people and like to work rooms. And once you have an understanding of what ADHD really is and how your thought process works different than other people it's kind of mind-blowing like i was totally like understanding what it was gave me so much dopamine (laughs) 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 like like i I mean i would go off in my head for days just thinking about it and considering it and like really understanding it and then
0: and you can use it as a tool
1: yeah there are situations where you will see, it's like, oh, I've got this. This is, like, I can handle this because this is the way my brain works. And I can do it better than, you know, some of the other people, other loved ones around me. Um, but also, like, handling it, understanding it, coming to peace with it. It brings a lot of... uh
0: Confidence
1: confidence and even satisfaction it also makes life a bit easier i mean i still have resistance to some things at times sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to get motivated to do something especially during quarantine (laughs) but it's not um impossible like before it felt impossible
0: So what do you think are the reasons that a lot of ADHD people out there don't even admit they have it or don't want to treat it?
1: Because they simply don't understand it. It's misinterpreted often. I mean,
0: Stereotype from society. You know, I
1: had an ADHD coach at one point to help me understand it better and get into it. And I'm sure we're going to go into depth about all the tools in a different episode, but... Um, he even said he's like you know ADHD shouldn't be called ADHD it's there's there's other names for it because it's not really about being distracted it's about it's more about looking for new ways to feel excited to feel stimulated looking
0: looking for stimulations
1: yeah stimulation hits dopamine hits
0: yeah so I guess like we rambled (laughs) so long but my intention really is to Call out all those you know ADHD people, friends, and your partners who doesn't have ADHD. I want to call you guys out saying that please don't take this lightly because this is a very big um, reveal of your life. And if you get to know this ADHD world, get to know the mindset, and you can use it as a tool. You can really change your life and you can save your relationship because I know if we didn't discover ADHD, I could see myself leaving him. I already left him once because we didn't know what was the reason. Something was just so off. Um, so I really believe getting to know ADHD and treated with different methods solutions, couple therapy, even medications. Um, a lot of uh, solutions out there can improve your life, um, change your life. Cause I feel like our life has changed.
1: And you know one reason a lot of people think it's not real um is because it's kind of hidden.
0: Yeah. You, it's you, it's
1: so like it's so strange because once you understand it you will see how uh, subtle it is. It's but, very subtle. But that subtle is makes such a big difference. It's like the like
0: Yeah, it's I guarantee really kind of
1: mind-blowing. I
0: guarantee you a lot of ADHD people out there are thinking I'm smart. I'm an outbox thinker. I'm you are
1: a, smart. You are I'm clever. I'm intelligent. You I'm are ve- intelligent. I'm
0: very capable. How come my life is a disaster? How come so-and-so, they're not smart than me? They, they are not intelligent. They're even dumber than me. How come they are living their best life? What's wrong? And that's because mm-hmm. you're not treated.
1: Mm-hmm. And you don't understand it yeah. yet. So... Yet.
0: So I really want to like call out all those Mm. friends out there. Please take this seriously and, you know, consider subscribing to our podcast uh, because we will um, share with you guys all the struggles, the challenges, the solutions, the methods we're using to treat ADHD. And our journey is not done because this is really a daily challenge. We we talk so confidently here does not mean it's easy for us. I don't even know how many times I cry over <laughs> dealing with ADHD. It's a really big and really heavy issue we are dealing with for years. So uh, on the upcoming episode, we want to talk about a very special treatment, which is medication. Because this is a very controversial uh, topic. We struggled with medications too for a very long time. I didn't want to use medic. I didn't want him to use medication, and he didn't want to use medication. Um, but we will talk about our journey about medication and all the stereotypes and the ups and downs, pros and cons of, of using medication, and how to safely use medication. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'll tell you how I use mine. Um, we'll get into that. But I. We're, we're getting ready to end, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I would like to actually leave it, uh, kind of leave it with this. Um, for all those ADD, those fellow ADHDers out there and those ADDers that are listening to this, uh, please note that whatever your life may be like, know that uh, ADD is can be like a a super skill and a tool. Can
0: be a you, you.
1: you are intelligent. A lot of ADHDers actually uh, fare fairly high on like various IQ tests and various tests that test your brain. Um, you may not be, I mean, some of you probably are, but some of you probably aren't as book smart as others. Um, but you're often more clever than a lot of people. Mm-hmm you're generally charismatic and can grab the attention of someone fairly easily. Um, you're out of the box thinkers, you're creative, you can work very long hours without ever feeling tired. Cause God knows I can do that. I could work 20 hours in a day and be fine as long as it's the right things. <laughs> um, so that, you know, we have our deficiencies for sure. And in this society, which is not built for, ADHD brains in American society at least it's not necessarily built for ADHD brains Um, We struggle a bit, but that doesn't mean we're stupid It doesn't mean we're horrible people and it doesn't mean we're bad people and I think anybody that knows you personally Would tell you that and probably have told you that Um, We just have to learn how to deal with it how to make it work for us instead of against us
0: We would love to hear from you guys whether you are ADHD, you know, friend or you're in a relationship with your ADHD partner, please, you know, reach out. You can find us at Twitter, ADD Relationship. And our uh, email is Relationship at gmail.com. And both Craig and I are on social media uh, as well. My handle is Anna Pan Films, A-N-N-A-P-A-N-F-I-L I'm S.
1: And I'm at the derbyed One. T-H-E-D-E-R-B-I-E-D-O-N-E.
0: Yeah, um, we really look forward to hearing from you guys because we want to know what struggles you guys are being through and what topics we, we should talk about. Um, yeah, and I will put all the links in this podcast description so you can easily find information there. Please subscribe to us and stay tuned for the next episode where we'll be talking about medication.
1: Thanks for tuning in, guys.
0: Thank you. Bye. See you soon.
1: Much love.